0: Get that Halo-Halo. I didn't know there was a Halo-Halo store
1: in Japan. Ooh, I made it myself. Do you want to try it?
0: Yes, yes. Let me... Ew, what is this taste? This does not taste like Halo-Halo
1: at all. Well, you know, there's not a lot of ingredients available here, so I had to do a lot of substitutions.
0: Like what? I mean, this purple ice cream, what flavor is it supposed to be?
1: That's wisteria. That's a purple flower in Japan. And for the other ingredients, I swapped guinea pig with rice. And for leche flan, I used tofu.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Banana Q Podcast. Today's episode is about. OFW Problems. Now, in case you're a first-timer here, OFW stands for Overseas Filipino Workers, or those are the Filipinos who leave the Philippines and go move Mm. abroad and work there, like Ray and I. So a lot of Filipinos do enjoy being OFWs, like Ray, Mm -hmm. right? And me, we do admit that we love it. It comes with a lot of perks, which we have mentioned in previous episodes. But of course, as with everything, it also has its cons. So, Ray, can you be Ted Mosby of How I Met Your Mother and break out the yellow pad paper and start writing the cons?
1: Sure. Pros and cons. Pros and cons. (laughs) Pros and cons. cons. Okay. (laughs) The number one con is our education. Maybe this one's obvious even before migrating outside of the country, right? When you start applying for work abroad or when you're trying to apply for a visa, They would ask you where you graduated. And chances are when you look for the school, your school in the drop-down list, it's not there. (laughs) It's unfortunate that not a lot of universities in the Philippines are actually recognized abroad. And that comes with a disadvantage for us as Filipinos, right? Our degree sometimes becomes questionable because they don't recognize our school. Or it could be our school is recognized, but our licenses are not. Say if you're a nurse, you're an accountant chances are you might need to take another licensure exam just to be recognized as a professional outside of your country.
0: And also for, as you mentioned, nurses and also doctors. Mm. Like in the past right. when it was very popular for people to be nurses in USA, some mm-hmm. doctors moved to the U.S. to become nurses instead.
1: That's funny because I've heard of that story as well. Yeah.
0: yeah, because their degree is not recognized in the U.S., mm. They decided being a nurse was probably easier. They couldn't just go over, though. They needed to take a nursing degree in the Philippines Mm. again. Just so they could go to the US. Maybe not necessarily the entire four years. I think as long as you have a bachelor's degree, you could take a fast-track nursing degree in Mm. two years. But still, that's a lot of time. But
1: still, yeah. And
0: you're already a doctor. (laughs) It's so
1: odd. And you study again (laughs) to be a nurse. That is is quite Mm. uh, strange. So it is... A disadvantage for us, mm, right? Exactly. Unlike, say, if you're an American or if you're British and you would want to move to, say, Singapore, they would fully recognize your university. They would fully recognize your profession because... Mm. Especially with Singapore and UK, right? Mm. <laughs> Singapore used to be a, a mm. colony. So th- there is that special relationship. But for us, we don't have that. Mm, no. Uh, yeah. w- w- we don't. Yeah. So it, it's a struggle, number one, to get recognized for our degree. And second is for our profession. So that definitely is one of the cons Yes. for Filipinos.
0: Which I suppose it kind of loosely ties into the second that we have, which is the stereotypes mm. for Filipinos mm-hmm. abroad. Like, because probably if the other countries don't recognize your degree, then when you move somewhere, you have to do something different.
1: That's right. Mm.
0: And as a result, when you're a Filipino and people meet you abroad, they sometimes jump to conclusions that you must mm-hmm. be one of these common jobs that Filipinos have. Like, for mm-hmm. example, maybe you're a, in the U.S., I guess, that you're probably a caregiver with drug addict. Is, why is this in the
1: list?
0: <laughs> is that a stereotype? <laughs> where? <laughs> okay. It reading. probably is.
1: Like A lot of Westerners think of, of Philippines as kind of a drug den.
0: Oh, okay.
1: just that... drugs come and go uh, easily. I mean, there was a crackdown with mm-hmm. the then president. Uh, ex-president ah, right. uh, Rodrigo Duterte, right? <laughs> but I, I don't know how that perception outside of the f- country has changed. Okay,
0: got it. Yes. Mm. And I think it depends on the country, right? Like in Singapore, uh, they would assume that you're probably a nurse or a domestic worker, something mm. like that, right? I just recently talked about this. I have this friend who used to live here in Hong Kong before for eight years and then she moved out and we just saw each other again just this speak. And then she was talking about how she did not decide to live in Wan Chai, which is where I live, actually, because somewhere in Wan Chai, not in my area, luckily, there are a lot of these, you know, this pubs or bars with these dodgy areas. She mm-hmm. says she doesn't want to live there because there are a lot of Filipinas who are probably the lady of the night or whatever. And she doesn't yeah. like that if she's walking there, they would assume that she is one of them uh-huh. because she is a Filipina, you know? Gotcha. Yeah, so you don't want random men because she said it happened to her like random men would approach her and like you know try to solicit her you know what i mean <laughs> That's very awful oh, wow. right
1: yeah
0: yeah so that's lazy is that the same thing in japan What what's the stereotype in japan
1: yeah maybe lady of the night is a common stereotype for filipinos here in japan yes narcissist not so much because number one language is, is really oh, tough yeah. and they did relax. It's it's funny because they relaxed the rules on nurses to come to Japan. They say they relaxed it. But if you take a look at the criteria for you to be a nurse in Japan, you need to have a mastery of the language. You need to take another exam. There's just a long oh, list of things to do. It's like, oh, relax probably is not the right <laughs> verb for that.
0: <laughs> okay, right. Mm. Oh, but you mentioned language barrier, right? So that's our third.
1: Yes, and that's the third one, language barrier. So... Uh, maybe if you're moving to a English-speaking country, it's not so bad for mm-hmm. us Filipinos because we do speak English. But in countries like Japan where English is not widely spoken, mm. it really is tough because you need to start from scratch. So it all boils down to, again, with the stereotype, with the education. Now you're starting from scratch, right? Because mm. why would a company hire somebody w- who doesn't speak the, the right language, and even if you get accepted, you will always be below compared to others because oh, you yeah. would prefer somebody who's more conversant in the language, who is able to deal with local vendors, uh, customers, or whoever it is external that would require that language, right? So, mm, that's true. Even if you have a decade of experience, even if you're already a manager of managers. In your previous company in the Philippines, when you go out, you essentially go back from scratch. Yes. Maybe you you spend some time learning the language, but at the same time, while you do that, you can't expect to get a a high position. You Mm. you you really need to work your way up. And for other people, that probably is too much, Mm. you know. Yeah. They don't want to do it all over again. Well, for some people, it could be something that they would want to do. Yes. It is quite tough to have that uh, barrier.
0: Yeah. Um, and also not just in the jobs, right? Uh, it's also on, when you're dealing with people on the street. You're just mm-hmm. trying to buy something that is simple. Yes. And you have to resort to charades just to get your point across. Mm. So it can be tough.
1: Yeah. Lucky for me, I had a lot of charade practice with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yes, we did. <laughs> Just as long as you don't resort to drawing.
1: That's right. Because
0: they will never understand you. <laughs> because we are both terrible at drawing.
1: <laughs> now that I mentioned that we haven't played charades in a long time, I think when we do it again, I think I will ace it. At really, I've, I've had a lot of, I've had a lot of practice here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's true. <laughs> Trying to
1: act out what I want to say, what what message I want to convey. Right, I I can't find the right local words mm-hmm. and so I'll have to act it out. But yes. Japan has improved, I would say the past five years. Um you, you would see a lot of translations available. Obviously Google Translate helps a lot. Mm. Uh but in in the workplace you can't be expected to use Google Translate, right? Number oh, one, yeah. there are sensitive documents. Number two, you don't wanna be speaking to somebody with his phone, right? And mm. and let, letting another system translated for you and also corollary to this would be culture right uh, mm. you have to adjust to the difference in culture not so much so in the countries that we've been but i've heard of difficult stories in the middle east right wherein mm. especially for women wherein oh, yeah. it really is a difficult place to be in and if you're used to living in country not so liberal but as liberal as the philippines you will feel you are confined so constrained if you live in a country like the middle east
0: that's a good point and also we have mm mentioned a lot of culture shocks in our previous episodes, right? So it ties to that, as you mentioned. Like Mm. maybe you accidentally offend someone because you didn't know that what you said is considered offensive to them Mm. in their culture. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. (laughs) This is not on our list, but in relation to what you said about the job thing, the feeling Mm. that some people don't want to go back to scratch. And that's a good Mm. point. When you go abroad, some people, you know, they have degrees that earn them white-collar jobs, but they move somewhere and it's not recognized, and they have to find some blue-collar job Mm. instead, something like that, and they're not used to it. And for some people, like, I have friends who, when they moved to, say, Singapore, and they felt like they were a second-class citizen there— Mm. Because like, you know, there's somebody who is, you know, like a big shot person in the Philippines, but then they're there in Singapore and people look down on them just because they're Filipino or something like that. And Mm. they cannot stand that. And that's why they leave Singapore and just go back to the Philippines, that kind of thing. So yeah, it is... A position to be in And the thing is If you move somewhere else You have a feeling That you need to be The one to conform Right Because You're the foreigner And you need to Have a degree of Humility You need to step down Mm -hmm. You cannot just Assert yourself As much as you want So I guess That's the thing If you cannot do that It will be tough To be an OFW That's right Like I have friends Who said That's why I never Decided to leave The Philippines Because I never Want to feel like I do not have a right to do something Mm. just because, you know, I'm not a citizen of that place.
1: That's right. Mm Humility. I like that word because you're right. Especially in a corporate world, right? You can't expect fairness all the time. Like, you would see somebody getting promoted faster than you and then you would conclude that, oh, it's because that person is local. You'd always kind of have these thoughts. but. Mm.
0: And you don't know for sure, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: you wouldn't know. Yeah. Like mm. You just make all these assumptions. And, and for some people, they, they can't take that and they would go back. And that's mm. exactly our point, right? There are kind of hindrances for our growth in the company moving forward. We become uncomfortable. But that's part of it. That's part of the experience.
0: Yeah, and… Sometimes you you're not sure, but there are moments when you actually see, the, you know, it's actually clearly spelled out. Not to me, mm. but I witnessed someone who told her boss, she's Singaporean, but her boss was from a different country. And she actually told him, like, you are lower than me because you are not a citizen of this country. Like, Can Ooh. you believe it?
1: What happened then? <laughs> That's like, interesting. The
0: funny thing is she did not get fired okay. or something. I don't know why, but yeah. So that's the thing.
1: That sounds it like a making happen. of a soap opera. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> Slap and then
0: Okay, no, because no, they didn't resort to that unfortunately because it was real life. Mm. But yes, you're right. That does <laughs> <sound like laughs> a soap opera. Mm-mm. Okay, so the next item on the list is Speaking of soap operas, you do not understand most of the posts on your social media feed that are referring to local celebrities or TV shows. You're like, who is this person? That's like, right. what is this meme? What is this term? Sometimes, like, there are completely new phrases ah, that they invent. That's right, like that's nowadays, I right. see, what is this "eme" and I don't even know what it means. So apparently, it's like "charot," you know. <laughs> <laughs> You just mentioned charot, I was like, that's not a new term, I
1: knew that for like two decades ago (laughs) But but yes, I get your point, so So the new charot is Emmy Okay. Yeah, I don't even know if
0: I'm pronouncing it right, but I was like, what the hell is this? So I had to google it to try Mm. to understand what is that And I was just talking to a Korean guy about this last night, just happened to be at another event And then he was saying that he had the same issue for him You know, he's Mm. also abroad. He's a Korean. Like, you know, you're talking about the same issues. Like, oh, when you go back home, like, people have completely invented a new (laughs) language or Mm. something. You're like, what? People actually speak like this in real life, you know?
1: (laughs) It's not just Mm. a meme. (laughs) Interesting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there are a lot of things that you don't understand anymore, I suppose. Because language evolves, pop culture evolves, so you're not in anymore.
1: Yeah, it's it's so hard to keep up, right? Because I know before, TV shows, you would have maybe five artists that, you know... Uh, you see it, all the time, it, right? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, in, in our generation, probably it was Angel Luxin, right? Ah, yeah, o- she was in all a lot of shows, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was like Angel Luxin as Darna, Angel <laughs> everything is Angel Luxin. So it's easy to keep up, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but now, with the birth of uh, internet, mm. there's a lot of Netflix shows, there's a lot of... Uh, youtube uh, influencers so mm. there's a lot of people you mm-hmm. have to keep track and if you're outside of the philippines how are you expected to you know know all these people right? yes you don't have access to local channels i don't know if you have dfc but, no i don't yeah so you you don't have that frequency of, of seeing and getting to know these people so you're right whenever mm. you go home filipinos talk about what's in and you have mm. no clue what it is <laughs>
0: yes and
1: you feel <laughs> bad and you just nod nod and laugh <laughs> <laughs> and you have completely no idea what yes. you were talking about. You've yeah. been in those conversations, right? Yes. Been, it's like you just feel awkward to stop everybody <laughs> and everything and ask, sorry, what, are, what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> yes. And you give me a primer.
0: Yeah. Because you don't want to mm. be a spoiled sport, right? Yeah. And also, this happened to me. I remember I flew back one time and then we were in a salon, like getting mm-hmm. our hair done or something. And then... Everybody was going like, ah, and because there was this handsome guy who walked into the salon and was saying, Who is that? Why is everyone going crazy? Apparently, it was a celebrity, and I had no idea who he was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Celebrities would think you're a snobby. Look at this. <laughs> Filipina. Snobbing. Not even. Yeah. Recognizing my presence.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but I decided to take a photo with him anyway, even though I had no idea who he was.
1: <laughs> FOMO?
0: <laughs> yes. I don't even remember his name by now. That time, I remembered him because somebody said what his name was, but now I forgot. Was it Daniel mm. Matsunaga or something? Anyway. So, yeah. So, mm. that's what you experienced. Matsunaga?
1: That sounds Japanese.
0: I don't know if he's half-Filipino or he's not Filipino at all, but he's just an actor in the Philippines. Because you do yes. have a lot of those, right? Imports. Yeah, probably faking. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: not not just you going back to the Philippines mm-hmm. and noticing their changes, but also they would notice your changes as oh, well. Oh, yeah. That's right? a good point. Yeah. like Especially we talked about the language, right? You would have picked up some, I don't know, you're, you're used to speaking in a different way now. Mm-hmm. And people would think, you don't speak like that before. Or, yes. Sometimes you struggle looking for the bisaya word, you know? It's (laughs) like... I haven't used this word in a long time. I uh-huh. forgot what it is, but uh-huh. it means this. Ah, okay. Like, oh, you are you just <laughs> lived outside the Philippines. Now you don't know how to speak Bisaya. <laughs> you, you get crucified for that, right? Oh, gosh, yes. Sometimes yeah. you need to be careful. <laughs> but it is actually sometimes true. Like, lucky for me, I have my wife. Oh, yeah. I can speak Bisaya mm-hmm. every day. But I remember mm-hmm. I remember when we were in, in, in Singapore and my wife wasn't in... Singapore yet and so I had to live different boarding houses Mm -hmm. and I had to speak Tagalog and it was really tough right (laughs) tough to adjust I mean when I speak to another Bisaya sometimes the Tagalog words go through it's like oh you just lived in Singapore now you don't know how to speak Bisaya it's like oh it's not my fault man not my fault
0: and people can, you know, be tough about that, especially in Cebu, because you're very proud of Bisaya, right? And speaking Tagalog mm-hmm. can be seen as, I don't know, like your oh. other or something. Yes,
1: <laughs> the, oh, you're so others. Why are you <laughs> speaking in Tagalog to me? Yes, yeah.
0: Oh, that is a good point. That is also something, and also you the accent. You pick up a, mm-hmm. the accent from abroad, you know. In, in Singapore, for living so long, sometimes you speak English without realizing mm. it because you need yeah. to sometimes speak in a different way so that your local friends can understand you, right? And then exactly. you speak yeah. that way already. You Always say can can <laughs> like what Ken? is Ken?
1: Don't know lah. Why la? So we've talked about the things that we are comfortable with, right? Our culture, our language, uh, kind of the people that we are surrounded with. But another thing that we miss is, you know, your food cravings. And Mm. for me, most especially is Jollibee. Mm -hmm. My God, Jollibee is still not in Japan for the (laughs) longest time when we came uh, more than six years ago, there was a rumor already that showed oh wait <laughs> see I was so excited right it was uh-huh. like, oh my God, finally, but six years later it's still a rumor what the <laughs> hell's going on I don't know why Jollibee is still not here, but but yeah, that's one thing. you mm-hmm. are so used to eating rice three times a day, and all of a sudden you live in a country that you know people just don't do that like it's mm. not the norm, and you would go to a shop you want to order lunch and chances are sometimes it's just so foreign to you like especially in Europe right like mm. maybe bread is more staple than rice or True. potatoes in the US maybe
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so so yeah, yeah cravings and even if you want to cook your own food say you really miss that adobo mm. you don't have access to filipino ingredients like mm-hmm. datu puti silver swan <laughs> yes yeah. So it's not
0: going to taste the same Even if you say It's, it's not going to taste the same man. the soy sauce uh, mm-hmm. But it's different Our soy sauce it's is different Has a bit of sweetness in it I realize mm-hmm. And I think it's saltier somehow. I don't know, but it's different. Yeah. It, it, I don't know how to it's explain, different. but it just is. Th- there's yeah. a
1: lot more MSG in our products. So th- <laughs>
0: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and our, even the, you mentioned to Puti, the vinegar, you would think white vinegar, they all this is same. The, they don't. Dato is yeah. a lot sourer for some reason. Mm-hmm. So in my kitchen, I have two white vinegars, the Dato Puti for cooking and the normal white vinegar for like cleaning stuff, right? Because you can... <laughs>
1: I see. <laughs> oh my that. God. So, so the other vinegars are relegated to be cleaning agents <laughs> rather than. <laughs> because it's okay. cheaper. Well, I, I yeah. can't use that. To put it's cheaper, yeah. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: Yeah. But I, I do want to mention as well that it's not completely true that we don't have access, right? Because there are Filipino stores mm-hmm. here and there uh, in Japan, in Hong Kong, in Singapore, elsewhere. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, but, uh, you know, Filipinos being entrepreneurs. Prices are <laughs> yeah, that's true. through the roof. Up. <laughs> yeah, so it's not really worthwhile. Like You just miss adobo and then you go to the store and you get dato for maybe, I don't know, $5. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Not worth it sometimes. so Yeah, yeah. that's yeah.
0: so why I was saying that dato putti cannot be used for cleaning because it's too expensive. <laughs> 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 yes, but I agree with you. There are certain food that, you know you really miss that you cannot just easily get like it's not just the mm. cooking right like maybe there's a specific i don't know bibinka from this carinderia that you used it and you know obviously you cannot get all of them
1: so i have been very vocal about jelly bee but i'm just trying to think of what other things that i miss right it could be also for dessert halo-halo right halo-halo mm-hmm. is yep. iconic but it's really hard to recreate especially oh yeah If you really want a real halo-halo, you'll have a lot of ingredients, right? Yeah,
0: and it's not the same. I mean, uh, um, like for example, you would have all the other ingredients, but then the top, the ube ice cream is not the same ube ice cream. Mm, Like in Singapore, their ube ice cream is like somehow not as purple and it doesn't taste. Maybe it's not (laughs) ube. I don't know. It's just some light yam. Could be. And it's not the same, right? It's not as richly Mm -hmm. flavored as the ube ice cream that we have in the Philippines. So those small things. And it's not just a Philippine thing, right? Like anywhere else, if you taste the Japanese food in Japan, it tastes way better compared to say there's a Japanese Mm. food in Hong Kong or something because the ingredients are not exactly the same. I'm getting hungry now, so let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the next item on this is you miss out on important events in your loved one's lives in the Philippines. Things like weddings and birthdays because plane fare is so expensive, especially after a pandemic. I don't think it has gone back to pre-pandemic times, right? It's mm. kind of higher than before. Maybe they're obviously they're trying to get back all those years that they lost income, I suppose.
1: And you don't have all the paid leaves, so you would mm. have to sacrifice holidays uh, for that and i don't know how it is in hong kong but in japan you you start with a very low number of annual leaves and then the longer you stay in the company you know the more you get yeah it's the same i think especially if you're starting out Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: really have to think twice do i want to sacrifice you know two Mm. days to be there and also it is prohibitively expensive to to go home so so yeah it is luxury Mm -hmm. to go home yeah
0: when there's an emergency back home, you're too far away to be of help or to get there mm-hmm. fast enough, right? That's what we experience.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. And then because you're not so, you know, you can't go home so frequently as, as you would hope, you really notice changes, right? Mm-hmm. Like Within your family, you would notice your nieces and nephews are now grown up. Mm-hmm. Um, like the last time I went home, um, w- one of my nephews is already taller than me. It's like, oh, <laughs> you, you've grown. The last yeah. time I saw you, you were just crawling. So it, it really is. And your parents as well. Mm. Like you would notice, oh, they have aged. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, if you see them every day, you, you wouldn't notice the changes because it's very gradual. It's very small changes. But if you don't see them that often. You really can compare the, the difference, right? Because you would maybe, if you FaceTime them regularly, probably not so much, but it's different meeting face-to-face, seeing yeah. how they are. So so yeah, you, you yeah. notice that. And those are the things that hurt us, right? Mm. E- emotionally. Yeah, true. Oh, we weren't we, we aren't there uh, as often as we'd hope, and, mm. and so we feel so distant uh, sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. And I was going to say, when you commented the FaceTime, there are filters now on the phones or on the computers. So probably... <laughs> <laughs> Probably That's right. Okay. right? I, I've noticed even though you don't put on a filter, there is some kind of filter there already that kind of makes mm. you look better. That's what I realized. Like I don't look like this in real life. I think I think everybody looks somehow better. Like maybe AI mm. kind of removes you know wrinkles or pimples. Or I have no idea. Oh, but.
1: oh, that one. I thought you uh, you were mentioning about the kind of mascot. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not
0: what I meant. I'm saying that even if you use a FaceTime but without you don't put on a filter on purpose. <laughs> I there you, is... FaceTime, your
1: parents would like look Ma, I'm a unicorn. <laughs> it's like, oh crap
0: <laughs> No, but they still they would still have some kind of filter on, right? They okay. probably wouldn't notice is what I'm saying still until mm-hmm. you see them in person and they're like, Oh <laughs> you will notice that in with a lot of people that they look way better in their picture. I see. Yeah, why don't you try noticing that next time?
1: Okay, I'll, let, me, let me try and notice that next
0: time. <laughs> You'll notice <laughs> I'm more handsome in this photo, but i mean...
1: <laughs> What you can do is go home, FaceTime whoever it is that you FaceTime regularly, mm-hmm. and see them in person and Co-pair on your phone.
0: <laughs> <On> That's <stroke. laughs>
1: true. <laughs> That'll be interesting to see.
0: So the next point is, when you do go back to the Philippines, some people expect you to have presents from abroad, you know, or pasalubong, Mm. right? We should talk about in the previous episode. And they also expect you to pay for everything while you're there with them just because you earn in dollars. So supposedly Mm. you're big time and you have a lot of money. It's, what's the
1: term
0: (laughs) running out of words? Very (laughs) entitled is what I'm saying, Right. Yeah,
1: they, they do feel entitled. Well, but my excuse is I don't earn dollars, I earn yen, and yen is <laughs> a lot weaker than the Philippine peso. <laughs> right?
0: Yes, yeah. You're,
1: you're right. People, people do feel entitled uh, mm-hmm. when, whenever you go back home, especially that we've mentioned we, we can't go home as frequently. Also, our time is very much limited, right? So, we really try to maximize that time. Mm. And you would, you know, select a few friends, close friends to spend a meal with and then yeah, that happens. I'm like, oh, okay I'm expected to pay for everything and not just that people also say hi, hello to you and there's always that possibility of utang.
0: Yes, or they will ask for money or Mm -hmm. ask to borrow money but a lot of them do not return it.
1: (laughs) How how can they return the You you'll be back in Hong Kong in a few days. (laughs) Oh (laughs) dear, yes. Oh dear, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, that actually is a problem that almost all of the overseas Filipino workers I know talk about, right? Like not just Mm. even when you're there, when you're just abroad and somebody says hi to you. (laughs) on social media and this person is like someone that you haven't talked to in a while we're all like oh what's going on is he gonna ask for money yeah because that's a thing and I've seen that in memes as well in Filipino things that you know (laughs) that happens unfortunately they assume that since you're abroad you have a lot of money you probably have money to spare to give them Mm. and that's not cool guys so if you're listening to this and you're the person who's always (laughs) (laughs) asking (laughs) <laughs> to <laughs> borrow money from someone, please stop it. And if you do, if like obviously you can't help it, right? Sometimes you do need to borrow. I have borrowed money before. Mm. But make sure to pay it back. Or if you're gonna mm, borrow yeah. money, borrow it from someone you are at least close to.
1: You know, not like mm-hmm.
0: someone was in your barangay or something before, or your Maybe they've, they've
1: made the rounds day. They've made the rounds to all their close friends. That's You're true. the next one,
0: and then you start to gain a reputation. Though, like people will be saying, "Oh, you That's know right. this person, our classmate, she borrowed money from me, and then everyone, goes, oh yeah, she also borrowed from, me. and then suddenly everybody everybody <laughs> <laughs> meets that. <laughs> yeah, so don't be that person. Essentially, um, yeah. yeah, and also don't be entitled. The thing is, see, we were talking about this, my friends here, and we we're saying like. Sometimes because it's a Filipino thing. Like, even though nobody asked you to pay for the meal, you just feel like maybe I should pay for this meal because you feel like that is the expectation or something, right? I I guess that's your fault already. But then that's part of being a double. You feel that way? Awkward? Mm -hmm. Because I have experienced that. Like, I went out with, you know, old classmates and then... All of a sudden, when the bill came, like, oh, just give it to her. She will pay for everything. Like, seriously. <laughs> so,
1: not even efforting to reach out for the credit card. And,
0: yeah, that's okay. annoying, right? I hate that. Mm. Yeah. So, obviously, when these people who did that, I made sure not to meet them again in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: probably somebody listening to this, oh, that's why I haven't had uh, dinner with D for yes. 10 years now. <laughs> I'm blocked.
0: Yeah, you could at least make an effort to reach for the credit mm. card or something, right? Mm. I mean, wait for me to at least offer. Yeah. <laughs> the very least.
1: Or at <laughs> the very least, pretend that you left your wallet at home. <laughs> right?
0: Oh my god. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, sorry. I
1: think I left my... Or, oh, my wallet has a hole in it and I think my money... <laughs> Why? <laughs> And drop on the way. So, all those things, right? Mm-hmm. Don't, don't just uh, assume.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: And the next one is, whenever we visit the Philippines, we both look forward to it and dread it. And what we mean by mm. dreading it is, you, know, you want to see all the places you've visited before, but you're constantly reminded of the inconveniences, right? Mm. Of living in the Philippines and you would want to yeah. go back home. Aside from the fact that you would want to replenish your bank a- account. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, really, the inconveniences, we would really want you to go back to to the country that you're uh, stationed. Say, for example... Traffic. Congestion. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, That's the number one thing, yeah. Uh, humidity as um, well. So for
0: you, at, uh, Hong Kong yeah. has the same humidity as the Philippines. So. Okay.
1: <laughs> and then pollution, and then... Whenever you commute in Japan, people would stick to the rules. They would fall in line. No problem. There's Mm. a certain set of decency and politeness. Mm -hmm. You get that in the opposite direction the Philippines, right? (laughs) And then you're reminded, oh, I forgot. I'm not in Japan anymore. Mm, Um, True.
0: And also uh, the efficiency, right? In in Mm -hmm. Singapore, Hong Kong, probably Japan as well, they're more efficient. In the Philippines, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, it will take forever to... Do one small thing, especially if mm. it involves the government.
1: Mm. <laughs> right. They're <That's
0: right. laughs> very slow. Yeah. But it's not just the, those annoying things necessarily. It's just that you're used to being at home abroad, right? That's like, right. You're used to having your own bedroom. There's a certain way that things yeah. are done, right? You are already yeah. used to having. Hot showers, for example. In the Philippines, that's very rare. You need to use the tabo and very do like an ice that's bucket right. challenge every morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> that's why people don't get the ice bucket challenge uh. in the Philippines, That's our everyday. That's our early morning.
0: Because uh, in the past few days, I've been trying to go through this like exercise of being grateful for something different mm. every day. And it made me realize that some of those things are things that when I was a child, they were like things that only rich people could have. For example, uh-huh. like having aircon in the house yeah. or being able to eat, I don't know, lobster or something, you know, not all the time, but at least once in a while. And some usually for me, it's like maybe it's free because it's a company dinner and it's paid off or something. But if, if you think about it, when you were younger, those are things that you're only aspiring to, right? right? I remember. Eating lobster was in my bucket. This it was that unreachable for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and did it came, did it come in a in a bucket? <laughs> no. Oh, no, okay, that would have been epic.
0: <laughs> no, it didn't. But yeah, those small things that you are already mm. used to, but back in the Philippines, you know, it's not there. Like like yeah. the hot water that I'm talking about, for example, right? So mm. you're excited to be back, but also at the same time. You're like, oh, I can't wait to go home and, you know, go back to my bed to be able to light my Bath and Body Works candle or something. I don't know, whatever it is that you're
1: used to. <laughs> stress relief, eucalyptus, and <laughs> <laughs> eucalyptus. and
0: Yes, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific. To end this with the last item on our list, you have no idea where home is now. And you don't feel like you truly belong anywhere. I'm saying this because sometimes, you know, I experience this. For example, when you're I travel to London, for example, and people would usually ask, "Oh, where are you from?" or "When are you going home?" Like, what what does home mean? Home to Hong Kong or home to the Philippines? It's a confusing question the first That's time right. you get asked that, isn't it? That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, where are you from? Like, where uh... Where are you from? <laughs> that is a simple question that suddenly you're like, uh. Hmm.
1: <laughs> Especially if it's an immigration officer, right? Yeah. Like, are you trying to come up with a lie right now? <laughs> what yeah. a sudden pause. Yes. Yeah.
0: So it's such a simple question that, um, yeah, because home, maybe your home is two homes. You cannot hmm. say, because I had this conversation with some people online and I was saying that, and they were saying, like, oh, but home is obviously your home corner. They say, but so are you saying that? You're not home in Hong Kong. You're here 90% of the time. So 90% mm-hmm. of the time you're not home. So isn't that wrong? Yeah. Also, so it's very it is. confusing, isn't it? Like it gives you yeah. a weird state. You're not 100% at home mm. in your, where you're living. There's Maybe it's different for it you. Easy. You're, you're a permanent resident in Japan. How do you feel like? You know that Japan no, is home. Whenever
1: I'm outside of Japan and somebody asks me where I'm from, I always answer the Philippines, though. Yeah. But it does it, it does get strange. We say, where are you from? Maybe let's should come up with a straightforward answer. So Which that is- the next time we are asked that question, we are quick in responding. Okay, right?
0: what will you okay, I asking. yo bro,
1: where are you from? <laughs> what a weird question. Uh, from my mother's womb. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe the response would be for now Japan, right? Mm. Or for now Japan, but um, originally from the Philippines.
0: Yeah, so that's how you would respond to that question? Yeah. Yeah, like when say, you were recently in Canada, when people ask you where are you from, how, how would you have answered that?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> people who've asked me that are immigration officers.
0: Okay. So, <laughs> you had to say Japan. response...
1: Yeah, the answer would be Japan, <laughs> but originally from the Philippines. Uh-huh. It's funny because we crossed the border by land, right? So mm-hmm. we, we landed in Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. We traveled to Canada by by land and there were five of us in the car and I was driving, right? And all of us are Filipinos and I've given seven passports to the, the immigration officer. You
0: yeah, They have seven, there's only five of you.
1: That's a good question. <laughs> there were five of us and and the immigration officer was like, why are you giving me a lot of passports? <laughs> are there two people hidden in the trunk? Uh, and the answer is no. Uh, I gave the immigration officer seven passports because our visa, our U.S. visa was in uh, an expired passport. Okay, okay. That's so fine. We were then. just <laughs> preemptively giving him the mm. The, mm. the old passport where the U.S. visa was attached. So, okay. So, yeah. Okay, there you go. And they would ask, where are you from? Um, yeah, Japan. We traveled from Japan. And now in U.S., traveling... So there's a lot of questions, right? That's a problem <laughs> yeah. with our passport. Yes. We really need to justify where we are going. and So I need to prepare, you know? You mm-hmm. need to prepare in advance. And if you're traveling by land from U.S. to Canada, there's a long queue, obviously. Mm-hmm. And if you can see in advance... The queue mm. you would want to avoid Filipinos because <laughs> it would take exponentially longer time. Mm. so if you're following maybe Canadians and Americans, mm. they would just show an ID and that's and it. that's it, yeah, true. but for a Filipino passport, okay how how long are you gonna stay? Mm, what's you your staying? job? <laughs> what is your job? what are what are your intentions here? Just mm. there's just a barrage of questions, and yeah, it's it's taking exponentially longer, yeah, true, so, yeah. Sorry to hold up the line, but yeah, there are five (laughs) Filipinos on board. (laughs) uh, (laughs) It'll take a while.
0: Going back to the the home thing, yes. You don't feel like you truly belong, as I was saying, right? Like Because, yes, maybe for you, you are a permanent resident where you are. For me, I've been here for more than three years already. But I don't feel like I belong here completely, Mm -hmm. right? Because there's still language barriers. There's still other cultural things that I'm not used to blah, blah, blah. But then when you go back to the Philippines, you also don't feel like you completely belong there either because, as mm. we mentioned earlier, you're not used to being there anymore. You don't understand some of the new pop culture references and you're not used to the ice bucket challenge or whatever, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> mm. so yes. That's the disadvantage that we would like to end with. That you don't feel like you completely belong 100% wherever it mm. is that you are. Whether it's In the Philippines or wherever you are right now, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right, Mm -hmm. wherever you are. Now to close this D. Yes, being an OFW does come with a lot of problems. And as the song from Notorious B.I.G. goes, More Money, More Problems. (laughs) You know that song?
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: More problems, but at least for us, uh, D&I, the pros still outweigh the cons, Mm -hmm. and that is why we are still here abroad. Yeah, (laughs) And I think a lot of Filipinos agree, and that is why there are still a lot of OFWs around the world. And perhaps, probably because we Filipinos are also clever in looking for solutions to those problems, Mm, right? Like you mentioned, a lot of problems, like if you miss your family, just go on a Zoom call with them, Mm. right? And if you miss Jollibee, why don't you look for alternatives? Like what? Happy V? <laughs> Happy V, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Happy V, to those who don't know, mm-hmm. uh, is a Filipino <laughs> restaurant in Singapore. Yes, this was before jo- copied, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, before Jollibee uh-huh. came to Singapore. Mm-hmm. And they copied a lot of the menu, right? Mm. They have spaghetti, they have fried chicken. Yes. I mean, they couldn't quite follow the mm. recipe, but at l- that's the closest thing. Yes. So you would settle for the closest thing.
0: And before that, they were actually Jolly V. And then maybe they got sued, or they, maybe Jolly B threatened them or something, and they changed it to Happy V. Jolly V.
1: <laughs> Happy V. Or oh, maybe Jolly V. And then maybe they changed it to Gary V. And then <laughs> no, Gary V. Also. Why? <laughs> then maybe Happy V is the best <laughs> uh, alternative.
0: Yes, but obviously, right? when once Jolly B was in the picture. And they stopped because probably nobody was going to them anymore, right? (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's right.
0: Yes. So uh, if you're an OFW yourself, please let us know if you find any of these problems relatable or if you have something to add. I'm sure we missed something, right? So message us on Instagram or Facebook. Our handle is at Pananaki Podcast or email us at pananakipodcast at gmail.com and your responses might be featured in the next... Cutie Minute! Time
1: for our followers.
0: Cutie Minute! Your
1: thoughts in our voice.
0: Cutie Minute! It's
1: not really one minute, but we're calling it.
0: Cutie Minute!
1: And our first cutie is Zen Zero Cook, and she says, I try not to advertise to the whole world when I go back to the Philippines, because everyone who is not even close to you will come out from the woodworks. <laughs> only close family and friends would know and if I decide to post online it would be days after and I'm typically already in another place it's for safety too yes Mm -hmm. I like that (laughs) tip Zen Zero Cook (laughs) right Mm. and
0: yeah and it's it's related to what we said earlier because a lot of these people who are not close to you are just going to ask for handouts and Mm -hmm. utang (laughs) so you just want to avoid that
1: right and you don't want to waste your time you know, your precious time in the Philippines with, with those, right? So, yes. so, yeah, this is a really smart uh, idea.
0: Yeah, because it's quality over quantity when it exactly. comes to spending your time, right? So, in, in relation to that, I remember a few years ago, I was going to meet up with some friends. I said, hey, can we meet, you know, for dinner? And he wanted to invite the whole department, like <laughs> our <laughs> department mates, before I was like, can you like not? do that i don't want like 40 (laughs) people there and like it's it's too much you know it's too much effort and then you cannot even talk about the things that you really want to talk about yeah right with your close friends because yeah yeah you don't want everyone to know that you had a crush on someone in the department or so you know what i mean like it's awkward so (laughs) that's
1: right that's right
0: and then the next one is carlo fabio so he said hi guys my name is carl I've come across your podcast through Kathy Laredo when she was featured on one of your episodes. Since then, I got hooked up. I listen to you guys every morning during my workout. I appreciate all the hard work and keep up the excellent job. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we've gained a new listener. Thanks, Carl, for those nice words. And I hope you keep listening.
1: And thanks, Kathy, as well for the connect. Oh, my God.
0: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Alright, so uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you're listening to right now. And please also, as usual, give us a 5-star rating. Of course. Yes. Minimum. And that's it for now. Bye. Bye!